Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Sing it for me, AJ. <laughs> Can't. Best of Northern Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Shut that what up. you had in mind? Shut up. Can you do like a sitcom opening and but instead of saying AJ, it'll be Jinxy? <laughs> you know, like like full na 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 na. Do that. Do what? Like a like a sitcom opening. A sitcom opening yeah. with Jinxy. Yeah, that'll be your name. Um, Eric was all about Jinxy, by the way. He loved the Jinxy nickname. Well, clearly, um, don't put words in my mouth. No, you liked it. No, it was always the deflator. <laughs> and then because of uh, listener reaction, it moved to ringmaster. Re- okay. Because listener you reaction, were giving yourself the, that Leon name. Rose is the only guy who is willing to move it over to ringmaster. As <laughs> 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 the full court press. Happy Friday to everybody. March 26, 402, your kickoff time here. Uh, on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and the 106 and the Fan mobile app, and 106andthefan.com. AJ Knight, Eric France, and Amaj Salveson, Cody Olton here, uh, helping us out with a lot of great research. He'll actually join us for the Friday Five Best. To hey, I need to I need to set something straight oh, this, uh, before right. we get too far down any other rabbit holes. Okay, this is that's, really that's, getting that's interesting. That's a fair clarification. Man, yes, because <laughs> we go down them regularly. So not my fault. AJ Knight joined us a few weeks ago Uh-oh. and participated in our in our pick six plus a three pointer, and uh, and he won. And it's been weeks have gone by here, and I each week that goes by, it just eats at me that I have not made good. Um, so I'm I've made good today, and I've got, and then I was very selective uh, what I chose here. Um, they have these new M and M's have different messages on them. So why don't you read what's on the package as I hand them to you? Probably not how to read that on air. What? Have a great day pretending to do work. Okay, Eric, you get me so well. (laughs) Okay. Hey, do you want to give that to another employee here in the building? (laughs) We're all winners except the losers. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one a lot. (laughs) Congrats on that thing you did. That's your problem. <laughs> Those are good. Those are awesome. Yeah, so it's just traditional chocolate M&M. There's a peanut M&M and a peanut butter M&M. You know me so well, Eric. Dude, where's Squints? I, I owe Eric one. I owe you one for the week after that. Yeah, I actually owe AJ two, and so I was hoping Eric would go pick up my gift for me, but he decided not to. That's nice. Why would I do that? Because I still owe you You, you didn't give too. me any money. Okay, what? You didn't even give me any suggestions. We're not allowed to give you... Okay, well, if you would have said, yes, I need money, then, oh, hey, speaking of which, there's some money in your drawer I put in your drawer for you. No, you didn't. No, I'm dead serious. There is... You money. take things out of no, my drawer. No, you do not deposit no, things in no, my drawer. No, I'm not a thief. Don't... You take snacks out of there if all the time. If Ken's listening, guess what? I'm going to get fired because of you on a false accusation. That's wonderful. And by the way, what I stole from your drawer was stale cookies that were three months old. So you're welcome. I help clean your drawer. Maybe that's how I like them. No, you do not like a stale (laughs) cookie, (laughs) or else that would explain a lot right now. (laughs) That would explain a ton. Hey, uh, did a sports guy get his gift, or did you chuck those? Is that you chuck those? Uh, I don't know. They're in the garbage can now. I want to know who threw them away without sports guy getting any stale donuts. I don't. I don't know. Dang it! 
All right. Hey, if you want to text into our Gill Mortgage text line, I want to thank Gill Mortgage for all the great work they do. Uh, 435-339-0321. Again, Gill Mortgage text line is 435-339-0321. Hey, don't forget Gill Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. Gill Mortgage also offers many in-state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Gill, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you and find the loan that fits your life. Gill Mortgage text line. Again, we want to appreciate or thank Gill Mortgage for uh, being a part of our show uh, and sponsoring our text line. You can call Gill Mortgage at 435-294-2480. 435-339-0321 is the way to text into our show. Great show. A lot to talk about. Some uh, news that's kind of came out in regards of both well, I guess uh, was a Aggie, now is a former Aggie, and was a Aggie a long time ago, and is now uh, moving into the uh, portal once again. In fact, 4446 just texted in, do you want Kobe McEwen to come back as an Aggie? No Sam Merrill, no Namish Keta, and we don't have a guard who can hit an open three-pointer. I'd be I'd be happy to say yeah. Be more than happy I to. I mean, Utah State needs somebody who can break down a defense and get his own shot. Kobe McEwen was that guy when he left Utah State. He kind of got buried on a very talented Marquette roster. He had he was he had a decent year this last year, but he could be a featured player at USU. He could come home to where it all started, and uh, he could be he could be he'd have a really uh, a substantial role. Uh, I would suspect if he did. Kobe McEwen has entered the transfer portal. He was once an Aggie, then left just after Tim Durier was let go. Craig Smith came in. He went to Marquette, did really well there, actually. Was, was Grew a lot, matured a lot as well. But then watched the Aggies go win back-to-back Mount West Conference championships. Uh, that might have been tough to see, to be honest with you. And now he's back in the transfer portal. Speaking of the transfer portal, big shot Fonz. Alfonso Anderson is also heading into the transfer portal. Remember, he graduates in May. And then he's done with schooling. The school part is over with. Is he officially in the transfer portals? He just I'm done with. I'm not coming back. No, to he's Utah going State. to the he's going to the transfer portal. So he could go as a graduate. Yes, correct. Super uh, senior. He states, and I quote: "Aggie Nation, over the past two years as an Aggie, I have received nothing but love and support, and and I am beyond thankful for all for all the relationships that have been built here." I would like to thank Coach Smith and coaching staff, along with the athletic staff, for giving me the opportunity to become a better player and person over the past two years. To my teammates, I'm thankful for the moments shared over the years, being Mount, being Mount West champions and playing March Madness are things I'll never forget. With that being said, I've decided to grad transfer and explore my options. Oh, uh, those are the magic words. That being said. I know, right? It's hey, in every if announcement. You ever, hey, AJ, we were talking about this. <laughs> The way to get into the grad transfer portal, or I mean into the transfer portal, without offending anybody is uh, explain how many years you've been there, um, how much love you have for the fans, then the coaches, then your teammates, and then always, as Eric noted, with that being said. Well, you forgot. You got to include uh, like how it changed you. I've grown. Oh, right. I've yeah. matured. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like a, something that makes it yeah. personal. It's a script they all follow. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of funny. I mean, it's uh, it's been going on for a couple of years. You'd think somebody would get creative to come up with a different way of doing it that other people would follow, but uh, that is the script. So, I mean, it's too bad to see Alfonso go. He's a great player, and uh, he's been a nice addition to Utah State. Um, it's just another 
big man, a uh, guy who can create a shot, um, guard multiple positions that Utah State's going to have to look to to find either in the transfer portal or in uh, junior college or as a as a freshman that can be uh, taught and, and coached up to be uh, to to play that role. Two nine four two. Welcome to our Gilmore text line and welcome to the full court press. Two nine four two text in. Fonto was great. With that being said, he will be missed, and I mean, he will be missed. There it is. <laughs> that being Actually, said, I, I got to be so honest. That the word, I didn't even catch. So that. do we have phrases now? Like yesterday, it was gruntled and disgruntled, and today it's that oh, being said. Being said. Oh man, this could be a problem for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. With that being said, uh, he will be missed. But here's the thing, Eric, when we, we – I mean, you've been able to study Fonz over the last two years really well. You've been able to kind of get a good look of, of, of what he's been able to do for the Aggies. I still will never forget in the uh, – he came alive in that tournament because if you remember, last four games of the regular season last year, his minutes died a lot. I mean, they decreased dramatically. Then come the tournament, like, he fit well in the game plan against New Mexico – he fit great in the game plan against Wyoming because they tried to bog it down. And then San Diego State probably saved us because we were down by five. And he hits back-to-back threes, one in the corner, then one straight away. Uh, both great looks, knocked him down, didn't even hesitate. And then uh, in this tournament this year, same thing. Hit a couple of big threes, uh, I believe, versus Colorado State. Or is it UNLV to, to separate the gap? Um, Fonzo was a big part of this team. Uh, his contributions will be greatly appreciated. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that most Aggie, current Aggie fans will probably remember him most for his performance in the uh, Mountain West Conference Tournament last year. Oh, my gosh. Because he, he had so many big shots at critical moments. Um, great player. I loved his versatility. He could play in the post with the big men, but he could also guard on the perimeter with the guards. Um, those are... Those are great players to have on your roster, and uh, wish him the best. And hopefully, he lands somewhere good that that uh, fits his talents, and he has an opportunity to shine. Again, Fonzo will be entering entering the grad. All right, I keep calling the grad transfer portal, which it kind of is actually when you think about it. But it is the transfer portal, and Alfonso Anderson is uh, heading there. And uh, by the way, Sean Berstow, from what I've been told, is not coming back. Um, that is not official, but uh, I would be shocked if if Sean Berstow comes back. So you'll lose. Is this one of those to, things where you speak it into existence? Don't do that. Don't do that about. Oh, don't do that about this. Why do you? Wait, do does that mean? Wait, so is it speaking of existence? Did he jinx it? No, it's not jinxing it because it's going to happen. Well, not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it because it's absolutely going to happen. Is the exact thing that a jinx those are would like say. polar opposite yeah. superpowers. No. What? So it no. depends on your feeling, how you're feeling that day. What? No. Whether you're jinxing it or speaking it into existence. I'm not. Sp- oh. I'm not jinxing it. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm simply just telling you that uh, I don't think Sean Barristow's coming back. No, you said it's absolutely not happening. That's what you said. I didn't say it's absolutely not happening. <laughs> Did he not Did say I that? Did I say that, Cody? Yeah, he's shaking his head. So let me ask you to this. <laughs> do you guys feel confident? Obviously, I think it's been seen what Coach Smith can do building a team because we've seen multiple players that have turned out to really pan out since he's recruited them, and obviously Marco Anthony was a transfer. Do you feel confident in him being able to put together – another team that's going to compete for a Mountain West tournament and a Mountain West regular season championship? Because I think we would all agree here. I didn't. I wasn't on the show with you guys, and I missed it. But the, the guards, while he did a good job, I think, putting together was kind of the downfall in the tournament. So now you kind of got to rebuild the uh, front court now while probably also getting someone that can score off the dribble. 
Yeah, I you know what? He's uh he got Namish Keta. Um he's got he got Raleigh, he got Stephen Ashworth. No, actually Stephen Ashworth was a previous coaching staff. Um but I mean he's got a lot of guys that played significant minutes and significant roles with this team. So um I, I'm I, I feel pretty good about his chances. Uh I think there was maybe some thought early in his tenure, like, look, you're doing great things, but with somebody else's guys. Right. But now, after three years, we're seeing more of his guys in the system um, and still competing at a, at a really high level. What he does post-Keta is going to be really interesting. This is Because Keta was kind of the carryover yeah, from yeah. what Sam was able to bring. Now, Sam and Keta are gone. Your two premier totally. players, yeah. NBA players, they're, they're out. What does the team look like going forward? That's totally that's going to be a very big. This is going to be him. his biggest challenge to date in regards of Utah State basketball, without a doubt. This is going to be his biggest challenge here. No Keta, no Merrill, and you're building on. You know, you got young freshman guards who are going to be sophomores, but you got to build some confidence in them. Brock Miller is going to have to be a lot better as a shooter. Uh, you know, Anthony, um, he actually injured. He re-injured his hand on the very opening play against Texas Tech. Um, and so he's going to be coming back after having his hand repaired. Uh, and, and we're going to see what that looks like and how he's able to play, if it changes anything about him getting to the rim. So, yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered. And uh, luckily he's got, what, six, seven months till we really have to worry about it. Uh, 2417 text in, air raid guarantee. You get it? Oh, the, your little air raid siren. Your, when you give your guarantees. Oh, no. Hey. You, you see what you've done to our... Why do you do that? Do you guys have a counter to that? So when he does jinx it, besides him meowing, there's some other... Sound like, oh, it happened. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Aj struck again. <laughs> I've only been wrong twice. Today, yeah, no, no, in, in the no. Last 60 I've been seconds. wrong in the yet. Minutes that <laughs> we've been doing the show. I haven't even been wrong yet. No, I haven't. Um, some other news of note. I think as we're talking about Craig Smith, um, we were getting nervous that about Marquette had an opening still, and there's some rumors that maybe they were zeroing in on Craig. Uh, sounds like they have made their decision. They're going to go with uh, Shaka Smart, uh, pulling him away from Texas. Interesting move there for. Okay, so wait, so time out. You can go lose to a 14th seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament and still get a job? That's cool. I mean, Rick Pitino, not Rick Pitino, what's the kid? Whatever, the Minnesota Richard coach. Pitino? Is Richard Pitino? Richard? It is Rick Pitino. Okay, yeah, he he didn't even get his team into the tournament and had a job in 12 hours, so. Yeah, but it's UNLV. It's New Mexico. Yeah, he went oh, to New right, Mexico. Mexico. Dude, Which I'm telling you. do you think like, basketball-wise is better? Who's UNLVs or New Mexico's? No, uh. That's actually a fair question. No, Marquette or Texas? Oh, oh. Is it, a, is it an upgrade, a sidestep, or a downstep? Because Marquette is, all, is only in D1 for basketball. I feel like it's a pretty historic program, but the problem is Texas is Texas. So right. I mean, Texas, Texas will money. have the resources. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also pressure uh, and a different kind of pressure at, at Texas. And you're fighting against your, your basketball program at a football school. Yes. Going to Marquette. It's a basketball school. Yes. And so... And it's a good location, too. Milwaukee's like three hours north of Chicago. Chicago turns yeah. out a lot of good basketball players. Yes. 
Uh, let's see here. More on the Gil Mortgage text line. Let's see. 9315. So it's Leon Rose. H&I glad to. Okay. 9463. <laughs> uh, you just glossed right over that. I'll miss Alfonso. The Good guy deal. was a stud, and when he got hot, the dude didn't miss. That LSU game last year was awesome when he got on fire. I, f- I forgot about the LSU oh, game. Oh, yeah. That, pre- that early like, portion of the non-conference schedule last year, he was so good. He was awesome. So, yeah, that'll be uh, it'll be great. But you know, happy for Fonts and what he was able to do here. Um, I don't hold anything of a grudge because he's a grad transfer. He's done what he's done, graduating. So, hey, a question: Is there a reason why we were talking about Craig Smith and he's avoiding it? Like, is he avoiding? Yeah, he not just jinxing whoop, that. Like, it's oh, that what you're doing the Craig Smith thing? Are no. you not jinxing that? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, because g- no, okay. I had some people Stay hit me up on Twitter oh saying, okay, just because Shaka Smart has filled that job at Marquette doesn't mean that. Aggie fans should release yes, they the should. big sigh he, he's not going uh, of relief go because there he's could still be more anywhere. dominoes. He's not going anywhere. Because Texas is going to need to find somebody. He's and not that going opens anywhere. up a position. I used to have a coach either. Yeah. Because they're delusional. They got to get over well, that first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as a Purdue fan, you probably should stay out of that conversation. You're just being bitter. Because the hot rumor Brad is Stevens, Brad Stevens. Oh, okay. not coming. That Brad was kind of funny, Stevens. though. They're delusional. Well, that was well, kind of. There yes. were plenty of IU Twitter fans who said we could hire Jay Wright. Get out of here. He's not leaving Nova. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. Coming back, we got a special guest. We're going to talk, Eric. We're going to talk more local stuff, local sports, and a more unique one here in Cache Valley. Yeah, we had a great conversation yesterday about lacrosse and its journey to becoming a sanctioned sport in the state of Utah. Really, this is their first year as being a sanctioned sport. Uh, and there's a few others that we're going to be talking about over the next week that are trying to become sanctioned sports. And uh, one of those is boys volleyball. And so we'll talk about that coming up in the next segment. Coach Crystal Howe is going to be joining us. Ridgeline has their like first and I think only home game coming up next week. So we'll find out about putting a team together and what it's like trying to become a sanctioned sport as a boys volleyball, as a sport is trying to grow in Cash Valley. So that's coming up next on the Full Court Press. It's the Cash Valley Home and Garden Show presented by Anderson Seed and Garden going on till 7 o'clock tonight. Diversified Home Loans is here. They're giving away a four-burner grill. Sign up for that. Broadhead Picnic Tables is on site. They build custom picnic tables, and they're giving one away. Come register for that. Come see the great things TK Welding has to offer. Come visit with Simbi Home Health and Hospice. So many vendors this year. Alpha Mechanical, Q&R Gardens, Wasatch Home Defense, Ease Windows, Sensi Candles, Zook Equipment, Green Grow Hydro Seating, Christensen Dairy, Quality Pay. Roofing, Roof Max, Accent Windows, Larson's Mercantile and Pantry, Leaf Guard, JM Mechanical, Cash Valley Lawn King, ES Solar, Elevate Pest Control, Advanced Spine and Health, Accent Insulation, Cash Valley Cabinets and Tops, Bridgeland Adventure Park, Elevate Pest Control, Cherry Peak, Firefly Power Bikes, Royal Wholesale Electric, $2 for ages 13 and up, kids 12 and under get in for free and masks are required. Bring the whole family, there's a lot of fun things for the kids to do at the Eccles Ice Arena in North Logan till 7 o'clock tonight. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support in Cash Valley. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. 
It's a max your tax refund sale at Fisher Home Furnishings. Make that tax return go further with an extra $50 to $1,000 off sale prices. Here's a table and six chairs, regular $999, now just $544. A three-piece sectional with Chase Lounge was $1899, now pay just $1145. Over 50 TV stands in stock starting at $188. Max your tax means $50 to $1,000 off the Valley's largest furniture, floor coverings and appliance selection, and largest in-stock inventory. Max your tax refund sale and shop anytime online at fisherhf.com. Seriously, my dealership just fixed the transmission. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Made up of over 800 pieces, the transmission is the most complex part of your car. So bring it to the transmission experts at Amco. Amco, always the right fix. Double A, MCO. Save $250 off a transmission rebuild. Restrictions, limitations, and exclusions may apply. See Amco.com for complete details. 75 East, 2000 North in North Logan. You see them everywhere. You may own one. In fact, you may be wearing one right now. A t-shirt printed by The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop's been around 30 years and printed over a million shirts. Have them custom print your shirts. For businesses, teams, clubs, groups, family reunions, The Logo Shop screen prints t-shirts, custom embroiders golf shirts and outerwear. The Logo Shop can put your logo on anything, from pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. See more at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. We logo Stuff. The Logo Shop. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning. Get the delicious hot and spicy McChicken Biscuit and Chicken McGriddles, two for three bucks. Thirsty? Get any size Coke for just one buck. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Happy Friday to you, one and all. 423, your time here on March 20th. I, I know, I kind of heard, actually. <laughs> so you're violent over Hey, there. no, the last time, because there's one time where we had a guest here, and I didn't push the mic button, and then they were starting to talk. I was like, why can't I hear them? And I looked at the button. I was like, oh, I didn't even turn them on. Is it like that other time when we had a guest that in was here your for fault. like 20 that minutes was your doing fault. an interview? And that then was you your fault, because you wouldn't you put a headset right on. <laughs> that was your fault, because you wouldn't put a headset on. You did If you would just be on. willing to help... Every now and then, it would be great. Our show would be better. But nonetheless, here we are. We're still on air, which is wonderful. Which it's is a another mir- day in paradise. It's a miracle. <laughs> Eric Francis and Maj Salison. Agentette will come back and join us here a little bit later. But, Eric, we've been talking local sports. Yesterday was lacrosse. Next Friday's water polo. But one I'm really excited about because I'm really super good at is volleyball. And we got boys volleyball here in Cash Valley in high school, Eric, this is this is amazing. I'm sorry, I, I got lost there when you said you were super good at. Yeah. And How do I you know? How do you know? How do you do? You know what? You, okay, so my super move You'd used be good to be as a no, shh, quiet. My super move in volleyball used to be like when I would have somebody get to like their knees and hands, I would jump off their back and I'd spike it. Oh, dude, I'd I like never. To- why don't we see that play more often? Net, well, well, because A, the ball would come back off the net and hit me in the face, and B, I'd never <laughs> land on my feet and usually sprain my ankle. Okay. So it didn't turn out well. But I'm still Among really good. Things. I'm considered Among athletic. Other things. Uh, so we have, we have Crystal Howe here with us. Ridgeline, is, uh, they have a, 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 vol- a boys volleyball team, and boys volleyball is, a, is not a sanctioned sport in the state of Utah. 
And it's a club sport trying to grow. And uh, we've had these conversations about club teams trying to make it as sanctioned sports. Kind of the, the, the big difference that makes with support, financial support significantly, travel, and a lot of other things. But boys volleyball is relatively new-ish sport trying to grow in Cache Valley and through the state of Utah. So, Crystal, thanks for coming down and joining us here today. Tell us a little bit more about Ridgeline and what's been going on. Well, thanks for having me. Um, We started the boys' volleyball team when my oldest son, who is graduated four years ago, um, so we've had the team at Ridgeline for four years. um, He wanted to play volleyball, and the closest place we could find for for club volleyball was in Salt Lake, and he ended up playing for Weber High School um, for two years and then stated that he wanted to have a team. Um, for his brother, who was a freshman at the time, to be able to play for. So he and three other boys decided to start a team. We met with uh, Brittany Foster, who was the principal, or actually Robert Hinky, uh, the principal at the time. And then I'd worked through Brittany Foster, who was the vice principal and now principal, to start a club. They submitted to the school district. They did a fundraiser of selling pumpkins, uh, straw, and corn stalks to buy balls. Nice. And within... Um, that, that season, they were able to put together a team. They've had to recruit throughout the whole county. They had boys from uh, Skyview, uh, Green Canyon, and Logan, Mountain Crest. They had a setter from Mountain Crest on the team. So to see Mountain Crest boys playing with Ridgeline boys right when the whole school split happened was tricky first, but they're, they were best of friends by the end of the season. And that year, we took fourth in state, and four of those boys who started that team were all named to the All-State team. That's um, so cool. So now we are four years later. Um, freshman son is now a senior playing outside hitter, have an amazing team this year. Um, we're so excited that we think we really have a really good shot at state this year with our boys playing. Again, we recruit from everywhere, except for now we can't go to Skyview because Skyview started a team last year, which we think is awesome to have two schools in the Valley. So there's only one school in the Valley initially. And then two, where do we go? We go to Davis area. We play at Northridge high school with all the Davis high school area with Davis high school, Northridge, Weber, Farmington, Bountiful, and those are some of the teams we played down in the Davis County. We drive an hour to go play down there. Have a huge, when we was not in COVID, uh, we had a bigger support system or bigger fan base there supporting us than any other team who lived in that area. So we have a great team. Um, and this, the reason I'm here today is, number one, to talk to everyone who might have a son who's interested in playing volleyball and have never heard that we have a volleyball team, that we have finally a home game. We've never had a home game. And it's going to be Monday, the 29th, against Weber. Weber's agreed to come up and play us. Um, and our JV will start at 7, and our varsity will start at 8. And I would love for any principal who'd like to come and see what their boys are doing, or any parent of a child who's ever considered a boy, who's ever considered coming to play volleyball, to come watch. Um, bring a mask. We've got the big gym, which is kind of fun. And I just want to give a shout out to Mike Hansen, our athletic director, and Brittany Foster, because I can't tell you how many other um, coaches from at, throughout the state of Utah have stated they haven't had the support of a principal or an athletic director. Wow. And Mike Hansen has been so good. It's spring sport time. Everyone wants you know, their time in the gym, especially in Cache Valley, until it gets warm. But he's worked really hard to give us time in the gym. And now that spring sports have moved outside, the gyms are open, so we're able to get a little more time there. And Brittany was the beginning one who supported us, and I appreciate her helping us to continue to have boys volleyball. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask, in fact, AJ Knight wrote down a really yeah. good question. He wanted to ask, what are the challenges with perception growing up of, of boys volleyball, which really isn't a readily available option 
but now it's starting to become to be. Yeah, and if you see boys play volleyball versus girls play volleyball, that's why boys should never play with the girls. It's the different angles. It's a different um, atmosphere. It's it's hard-hitting, very athletic. Different velocity. Different velocity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been hit by a boy, it's scary, or even seen a boy hit down. Um, and having BYU here in the va- in the state of Utah being last year na- ranked number one in yeah, the nation. absolutely. I've taken those boys down to see a BYU game many times, pulling in 6,000 in a crowd where you can barely hear yourself talk to each other. And see boys volleyball at its best is amazing, um, and and to see um, these boys starting to hit. I, I what I love about boys volleyball is about eighty percent of the boys who play don't play any other sport. This is their opportunity to play something different or something that they may not have had a chance to play a sport. I had one kid who came to uh, try out, and he thought it was a pickleball tryout, and I said, "Just try out." He was amazing and natural. Um, I asked him, have you ever played volleyball before? You have to have played volleyball before. And he said, no, but I have goats. And I was like, <laughs> I was like so what sport? No, I said, what sports have you played? He's like, nothing. I only have goats. And I was like, and his name, we called him Easy Ethan Zollinger. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. Um, graduated last year. Such a great volleyball player. Played every position I ever asked him from setter to, to middle blocker um, to libero for me. Uh, and I still get to see all these boys play in the Valley um, at competitions. Um, they're still playing. I have one currently playing on USU's team. Oh, I have awesome. one I just passed. He's uh, refing a girls game, right? a girls competition right now. My son down at Snow College is coaching for the freshman team at my um, home high school oh, cool. right now. So we've talked about how um, you know, there, there's a process to be, from taking a, a club sport to be a sanctioned sport and all that goes into that and the advantages of having it be sanctioned. But with Title Nine, uh, you can't add a boy sport unless you're adding a girl's sport. And we've seen some new sports added recently. Girls wrestling had a new season this year. Uh, we lacrosse. We talked about lacrosse uh, just yesterday. There's a boys and girls lacrosse. Uh, we're next week. We're going to be talking about uh, water polo. I'm excited about that one too. That's yeah. a growing sport in the state of Utah. But where does it stand for boys volleyball? What's their trajectory or chances of becoming a sanctioned sport? And um, that's a tough feel for me to talk about today yesterday was the vote for sanctioning um and we took a hit um we lost five to nine in our sanctioning vote um we've been fighting um for two years to get this passed we thought um we might have a shot because they also at the same meeting um passed competitive cheerleading so we thought with the title nine option of girls versus boys our issue is like with lacrosse you bring a boys team of lacrosse you bring a girls team of lacrosse water polo you've got girls water polo you got boys water polo Volleyball, you've got a problem because you already have a girls' volleyball team. But in that same sense and in that same reference, there's not a team for a boy to play that sport in. And um, according to the Utah High School Athletic Association, there should be and and needs to be an equal opportunity for all sexes to play a sport that is currently played by the Utah High School Athletic Association. And there isn't anything unless you give an option for boys to play on a girls' team, which, again, we just talked about. Not the same velocity, not the same sport. Um, because of not the girls, the girls who can control a ball when my boys are learning will crush my boys. <laughs> the girls will and do crush my boys. But once my boys start hitting and doing the velocity and start getting better, it's really difficult for a girls, a boy to, to be able to um, a girl to compete against a boy because of how they jump, how they hit, the blocking aspects, a whole different game, and a higher net, which makes girls a little bit trickier. 
Who are some of the boys that you're excited at, at Ridgeline who are starting to up and come in the game of volleyball? Who are some of those guys, uh, kids who are standing out right now? Yeah, I'll, I'll call out seven seniors we have and, and my varsity team specifically. But um, we've got uh, currently, my I'll say my son because he'll get mad if I don't say him first. But Logan Howe, <laughs> um, Logan's my outside hitter. And what's so cool about Logan being the outside hitter this year is I've made him play everything but outside hitter. Because when you get a volleyball player, they want to be the outside hitter. Everyone wants to be the outside hitter. And Logan could have and should have been my outside hitter for years. But I've always said, you have to, I need a middle blocker. I need a right side. I need someone passing in the back. So I've always made him play what I needed. And this year, we were lucky enough to get a really uh, great uh, bring in from um, Green Canyon, Josh Bale. He's coming in. He's a six foot, oh, I want to say eight uh, middle blocker who just moved up here from, and he's playing for us. We've got Dawson Barbin. He's another middle blocker. We've got, um, and um, Dawson comes from Mountain Crest, and um, we also have Dax Daniels. Dax Daniels, our right side, he's from Logan. Evan Von Niederhausen, he's from Logan High as well. I'm going to miss someone, so i got to be really cautious. Connor Forsberg, he's our middle blocker as well. Other outside is Stetson. Um, he has got a lot of energy, and he has a vicious vertical. So he can just, he doesn't look like it, but he jumps out of the gym, and when he ignites, it's crazy. So we've got eight boys on our varsity team. They'll be playing. Um, all of them have been, oh, and oh, I can't miss Mikey. Sorry, Mikey's my setter, who was my freshman setter for my son's, my first son's team, who's been playing our setter every year for the last four years from the, on the varsity team. So um, Michael is amazing. Um, he's got great hands, and I really honestly will probably go on and play volleyball in college wow. I guess and in trying to as well so it's an energetic it's amazing to see them hit and, and pound but also it's their serves are fascinating to watch and that fact that they can actually dig a, a hard driven ball is amazing so I've had I've got uh, uh, nieces and, and a nephew down in Arizona big volleyball family um, it two of them went on to play the division one level so they're they're really into into volleyball so we've, i've got to see a lot of that um but what i've kind of observed through watching volleyball especially watching boys volleyball is that it seems like those are a lot of guys playing volleyball who probably also could be playing basketball so it, it, are you trying when you're trying to recruit and find kids are you looking at maybe some kids that play basketball and this is the off season for basketball great opportunity to work on your hops to to jump to you know, need a leaping ability I need long arms. Does that translate well? Uh, or are you, when you're trying to recruit a team, you're looking at other aspects? Um, yes. A couple of things. Some of these boys have never played anything but volleyball, but we work with every sport. For example, Dax Daniels plays lacrosse right now. He's in his lacrosse season. If you come watch him, you'll see his um, arms. They're bruised black because of lacrosse. So he comes, and after a lacrosse game, will come still hit volleyball practice and hit a volleyball game. Um, we've got some boys who play tennis who've played on our team. We work it so that we can work with multiple sports. Basketball players, we have our tryouts ask, um, right after basketball season. They don't come to open gym because we don't want to injure them during basketball season. So we can and do work with a lot of athletes. Um, track players, most of our boys run track. We really feel like having two, um, two player, players who play multiple sports really brings something to our table. Um, basketball players, absolutely. We can almost turn anyone within six months into who's a basketball player into a volleyball player because it's footwork, hand-eye coordination, and leaping. You know, you've got all those. But then you've got, like, my Evan Von Niederhausen, who's not the tallest guy in the world, 
but he can pass. He is, he, I don't know how he does it because he is little, but he can just pass. And then if he can't get to the ball, he full out dives and kicks it up. I can't tell you how many times he's pulled <laughs> with a kick up. So here's a kid who's probably never going to make a basketball team um, because he isn't the tallest guy in the world, but he is an amazing volleyball player. Um, and to think, what if we didn't have that? What sport does he have? Um, he does run track, so I will say that too. He does do track as well, but he, it's fun to see that they have this option as well to play. Uh, what would a good position for Eric? I mean, Eric, if you'll just do like a full <laughs> jump, a vertical jump, could you give a position for Eric? I mean, I'm probably going to be the outside right hitter, there's no doubt. <laughs> Eric, what, what, would, what would the position for Eric be? I'd probably be a back row guy. Back row defense, especially. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more. That's where the ball usually goes more yeah. too. So can I we? I don't quite have the hops. Can we put him? Um, the long arms. I don't know if we can put him like in the corner. You gotta be able to dive though. You gotta pull out the full on pancake. If you can throw. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> hey, if that's what we gotta have him do, I'm in. Body. I'm so in, coach. And I like pancakes. whatever we gotta do, coach. <laughs> put him in the corner. Let's have him dive. I like it. I like it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> hey, so for. Um, so you do you have your your first and is it your only, only home match first and four only years and maybe the only because of COVID and because what happened is spring break is different in Davis than it is here and in Weaver. So we were scheduled to have a game during our spring break against Weaver and Weaver um, contacted us and said, hey, we're not going to make it because it's spring break. And I'm like, well, we're not going to make it because it's spring break. So I talked to um, our, our principal athletic director and they said, let's bring it up here. It's our practice time. We just opened up our practice time to a game against Weaver, so we're excited to be able to see. And again, Will Skyview great, host any games? No, they won't be able to have any games, but oh, we'd wow. like to have a scrimmage with Skyview. Um, Skyview is still a growing team. Our, I've been blessed to have a team that we've built from four years up. Skyview is two years into it and starting to build, um, so it's a little trickier. But they've got a great coach, Treva um, McEwen, who's their coach right now. She actually helps to coach the uh, Utah State boys um, club team up there as well. Mm. So she brings in a great set of skills. So I, I have no doubt Trevor will be super competitive. I'm, I'm happy to have her um, to have a competition here in the Valley, but she brings a huge force to the volleyball. So where, where does it need to go from here then? You, you lost out on sanction opportunity just last night, but you still have an opportunity to grow the sport, have more teams in the area, be created. Um, I think that's what it's going to have to be. We're going to have to see it grow in all the high schools. And I really would love to. I'd love to have every – I would love – Mountain Crest has reached out to me, how do we do a, a team? With it, with COVID, they weren't able to do it this year. I really feel like Mountain Crest would have had a team this year. Um, Bear River has contacted me. Some boys from Bear River said, how Great. can we start our own team? We've had a boy from Bear River play with us and say, um, Coach How, what can you do? How can you help us? What fundraisers have worked? How can you help us start a team? So we've worked with them to try to figure out how to have a team. If we can get it big, bigger here, for example, in um, Washington County, they started out two years with two teams. I think it was two years ago they had two teams. And they have seven now. Oh, wow. It's grown wow. exponentially. I thought it was fascinating to go two years ago to the state competition and see North Sampete High. I'm from Ephraim, Utah. I uh, went to Manti High. Our biggest rivals were North Sampete High. So obviously not the biggest schools in the state of Utah. But to see North Sampete pull together a team that came to state was so cool to think. You know, that's something that would be an opportunity, even where in my little town where I grew up, that you'd have the opportunity to play a sport. And I thought, I, I don't think this is just a big city sport. It's a, it's a little town sport, too. And what's also cool is um, people don't need a lot of money to play this sport. It's, you need a net, you need some shoes, and you can play this sport. So people from different um, 
ethnic backgrounds who may not have a lot of money can play. We've, we're able to recruit not just those people who have the money or can play the, the competitive club team. Anybody can play this sport. Um, I grew up for a little bit in Western Samoa. We took my kids back to see where, where I was at. We were in the middle of a rainforest, and someone was there with a machete, cutting down a field to put up a net. And I thought, we're in the middle of nowhere, this little teeny Polynesian island, and they're playing volleyball. This, this game can be played anywhere and is played everywhere. It's also taught in the middle school. It, it's a basic sport taught in PE from middle school up that everyone has learned about and could and should be able to have an opportunity to play. Boy or girl. That's awesome. Hey, Coach, I want to thank you for your time so much thank for you. joining us here. This is great stuff. We wish you the very best. Uh, we'll stay in touch. March and, uh, 29th, 7 o'clock. Awesome. Your boys. Come and on. we're at again? Ridgeline High School. Okay. Wear your masks. Absolutely. Come. And hey. I can't wait. Thank you so much thank for your time. You. I really appreciate you. All right, take a break. Coming back, we got big news out of the Utah University, and they're looking at a local coach to come to Utah to save them. What do you go figure, right? It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press on 106 and the Fan. The Spice on Ice team at the Eccles Ice Center has been working hard to bring you an amazing virtual auction full of fun and useful items for the entire family. With the help of the Malou Foundation, you can bid on items that would have been available at this year's Spice on Ice auction. The annual Spice on Ice event and auction raises funds for the Eccles Ice Center. Due to COVID-19, this year's event is canceled and critical funds will be lost. Without your help and donations, the Eccles Ice Center may not be able to keep all programs available throughout the year. Please. Go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. The Spice on Ice fundraiser auction will start Thursday, March 25th at 10 a.m. and finish Saturday, March 27th at 6 p.m. You must go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. For questions, concerns, or if you need help joining the auction, please call 787-2288, extension 222. Do you need a good home power backup plan? Second Sun Solar has a home battery backup solution that helps you take control of the power around you. Control your energy consumption, power your home, and keep the lights on during emergencies. Second Sun Solar will install your system and help with tax credits. Act now and save $1,000 off on your purchase when you mention this ad. Call Second Sun Solar today at 435-363-9917 or online at utahsolardirect.com. Ask about a free battery with every solar panel installation job. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's punch passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's punch passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. The proposal, the diamond ring, the ring box, what does it all mean? Essie Needham Jewelers has been helping couples create the perfect ring. When you present her a ring in an Essie Needham box, it says that you are committed to taking care of her forever. We absolutely stand behind our rings, our prices, and our service. We always have and always will. That's why we are where Utah gets engaged. A ring from Essie Needham says that you plan on being there for the rest of her life, just like we will be. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. 
the new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press here, 106 on FM, 1390 AM. The fan, that was a great interview. That was fun. That's good stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know. You're looking for feedback. Cody and I weren't in in the interview, so. Yeah. Really just complimenting yourself right now. No, no. I asked one, two questions, I think. So, and then I asked for advice on where you put Eric on the court, which she said outside the boundaries. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's a good call. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, welcome back to the Full Court Press. AJ Nadam, AJ Salas, and Eric will join us for the remainder of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Cody Olson here doing all the great research and work for us as well. Uh, if you want to text into our Gill Mortgage text line, you can do so at 435-339-0321. KSL Sports is reporting that Johnny Bryant, who had been the front-running candidate after Alex Jensen for the Utah Utes head uh, basketball coaching gig, has now pulled himself out. So, Alex Jensen was in there. Uh, he got a sweet offer from the Utah Jazz, took it, and he's going back to the Jazz or staying with the Jazz as the associate head coach under Quinn Snyder. And then came Johnny Bryant. Now, let me make something clear. From who I've talked to, Johnny Bryant wanted this job. Johnny Bryant wanted to be the head coach of the Utah Utes. I don't know what happened in the span of 24 hours. You did. No, I, I don't. Wait, are you saying I happened? Yeah, you jinxed it. Hey, Jinxie, meow. Uh, yes. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Johnny Bryant has now is no longer a candidate to coach the Utah men's basketball program. And according to KSL Sports, the program's focus has shifted to current Utah State head men's basketball coach, Craig Smith. From who I've talked to with people within the program, there is no interest from Craig Smith to go coach Utah. That is not me speaking things into existence. That's not me guaranteeing anything. That is just what I've heard. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been around Craig for what three years now. We're going on three years with him. Uh, and I feel like he's a guy who's not—I wouldn't say insecure, Eric—but he's just kind of sensitive about his image in a way. That if he were to leave Utah State, go ninety minutes south, and go coach Utah University, who has this bitter pettiness with Utah State that they won't even play him. That would upset a lot of Aggie fans here in Cache Valley. Agreed or disagree? Oh, sure. Absolutely. There'd be a lot of bitterness. No question. 9773, text in. Johnny Bryan didn't want to be the Utah sloppy seconds. I actually... I, see, I don't blame him on that. Like, if I'm not your first choice, I'm not a choice. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're begging for Alex yeah. Jensen and you're rolling out the red carpet for him and you're going to pay him all this money and then I come in and it's like... Uh, okay, you know, we took Alec, uh, we took Alex to the fanciest restaurant. Let's meet at Mickey D's. We're going to get you a happy meal. Okay, we'll, we'll make you happy that way. And then uh, just come start coaching. I would absolutely agree. For 9315, he texts in, is it that dire straits at Utah that three people turned them down? Craig Smith, I think, I'm not saying he will. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I think Craig Smith will turn him down. I don't think Craig Smith is going to go ruin his image like that with Utah State and go 90 minutes south to go coach a bottom of the road right now Pac-12 basketball team. I've been wrong before, but that is a – I mean, if he does that, it – I wouldn't say tarnishes his image here, but it wrecks it pretty bad with Utah State. 
If you yeah. want to go to Minnesota, but Marquette, you know what? or Indiana, absolutely, but not Utah. But let's also be honest here. Let's not fool ourselves in thinking about how big the Aggie fan base might be compared to an opportunity to go to a Power 5 school with resources, with some good young talent that's been underserved, and an opportunity to compete in a league that has, what, five teams? Six teams that went... Four. Well, oh, sorry, you're asking in the Pac-12 that uh, went deep into the NCAA tournament. Um, so it's a team, it's a conference that gets overlooked a little bit, but I guess it's five, really. But, um, <laughs> no, or is it four? That was four. And it's four. Anyway. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> anyway, Utah has great heritage and great history. And True. so it's a very passionate basketball fan base, too. So, uh, yes, will there be fallout in Cache Valley? Uh, how people feel about Craig Smith, yes. But it, look, it, that's maybe a minimal risk to take for a greater opportunity. I think that's what all these coaches have to consider when they're looking at moving from one place to the next. We got to take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour. Get you ready for the second hour. It's the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. It's the Cash Valley Home and Garden Show presented by Anderson Seed and Garden going on till 7 o'clock tonight. Specialized pest control, survival garden seed, jellyfish lighting, counterpoint store, a million dreams woodworking, linens wholesale, B3 Sciences, Top Shed, Colligan Water Systems, Produce Your Produce, Cash Valley Water District, Utah Gopher Control, The Mobile Gardener, Pro Rentals and Sales, Concrete Craft, Rise Broadvent, Coldwell Banker, Gold Key Realty, Heritage Rain Gutters, USU Credit Union, Production Technologies, Renegade Rentals, Extra Pro, Unicorn Tree Service, Trade Works. Cash Valley Sheds, Brian's Window Cleaning, Achievement Realty, Airband Wireless, Rob's Lawn Care, Horman Homes, Cash Valley Extermination, Five Star Window Cleaning, Tree Barbers, Easy Peasy Polish, Clean Paws Pet Waste Removal, Autumn Care Assisted Living, Finesse Homes, Grand Valley Air, Tahoe Kitchen Company, Brigham Implement, Zarifa. $2 for ages 13 and up. Kids 12 and under get in for free and masks are required. Bring the whole family. There's a lot of fun things for the kids to do at the Eccles Ice Arena in North Logan till 7 o'clock tonight. It's a funny-sounding name, but a great little motorcycle. We're talking about the Honda Monkey. When the first Monkey swung onto the scene in the 1960s, it was an instant hit. But times have changed, and the Honda Monkey has evolved. And you can see how much cooler the 2021 Honda Monkey is if you swing over to Cash Honda. The first thing you'll notice is this little primate's retro looks. But the Monkey is also a fun, practical way to get around in a modern world. It has a fuel-injected 125cc engine, an electric starter, and a smooth, shifting, four-speed transmission. You can even get one with Honda's anti-lock brake system. Talk about evolution. So climb down out of your tree and head over to Cash Honda at the light in Hyde Park. Whether you're a first-time rider or a silverback, the new Honda Monkey is sure to be going bananas. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends' and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753-7880. 
There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Cast Delight in Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Cast Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castalight.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The love is undeniable. It's expressed regularly and frequently. I appreciate... You're a big-time Cougar supporter. I appreciate the way you guys <laughs> gruntle me. Look, I heard AJ said the Pope is the best coach in college basketball. And he no, was on Zach I did not say that. <laughs> he was on you Zach shut the Wilson, front door. Like, Be like quiet. Year and a half I never said else. that. Kyle Vinoy is the best linebacker ever. I yeah. did. Well, Taysom Hill's the, the best league. quarterbacker ever. He's no, he's the most influential player on the Saints. He has the biggest impact on the Saints. Jimmer Fredette yeah, is the best basketball player in college basketball. He was the best college basketball player in probably state history. Absolutely. College basketball in state history, yes. Wait, so the state history? Hold on, that's a weird category. That's it's, not a weird category. It, Danny Ainge, Andre Miller, Alex Jensen, Sam Merrill. He didn't even let me explain. Andre Miller? He didn't even let me explain. Oh, when I knew you were going. History, no, you don't. Do you say state history? Are you excluding the Jazz? College basketball, state <laughs> history. Thank you for clarifying. Play <laughs> along. You know, minor. I think there's a couple Hall of Famers in the Jazz. You might have a bone to pick with your statement. Words matter. Hey, uh, Mountain West teams involved in the NIT last night. Two games. Boy, all the games last night in the oh, NIT geez. were close. Down to the wire. And Colorado State barely getting past uh, NC State, but great game by David Roddy and uh, the rest of the Rams. Um, Roddy with 13, uh, excuse me, with uh, 18 points, 16 points. Isaiah Stevens with 18. Um, so good, good scoring, good defense there by Colorado State. They advanced to the semifinals. For Boise State, um, they had opportunities and let it get away from them, allowed some late second heroics. From Memphis, Derek Olson Jr. doesn't really play that outstanding. He really hasn't been very good in the NIT period. But uh, Boise State loses. They're out. Quick question. Who are we blaming on this one? <laughs> We're blaming the NIT for let's making make, a place away. Make sure we got our story straight. <laughs> <laughs> We're blaming the NIT because they got it. Uh, was it because they had to move a different venue from before? Yeah. I, well, it was a bright green court. And that was way too bright for all the game before them. He couldn't see the dang little, a little bit late the down to the wire. Yeah, all the games last night were down to the wire. The, the court was the bright. NIT. It was squeaky. It was too squeaky for the shoes. <laughs> you know what? It, they just need a bigger budget for basketball, yeah. and that would make the difference. But you know what? Leon Rice is definitely. <laughs> hey, by the way, and I, I again, I love BJ Rings. He's such a good dude. He's been so good to me. But someone uh, thanked him for his great unbiased coverage, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Hey, who wants to tell him? <laughs> uh, look, Boise State, Eric, what a disappointing season for them. I mean, really, it was. Right? They were supposed to be in the NCAA well, tournament, Mount West Conference champs, and they go to the NIT, and then they, they lose five of the last six to end the season. Disappointing in that how they were, where their trajectory was, what their expectations yeah. were. Um, but, I mean, they got further than the Aggies did in the postseason. Granted, it's a much different. It's, I love how you like <laughs> put that out there. That was good. Not Sneaky quite the, good. Not quite the same. Sneaky thing. good. Sneaky but, good. Um. Yeah. 
whatever. Boise State. They this Leon Rice perennially does well in the regular season and then just falls apart to I close it out. I can't explain that either. I don't know how you fall apart that badly that consistently for the last six what six seven years. Yeah. Well, I, Craig well, Smith turns down Utah, then Utah's got their guy. Well, it's funny because some people <laughs> were saying Utah should be looking at Leon Rice. I'm like, oh, clap my hands <laughs> together and look to heaven. Make it happen, Utah. <laughs> You want to you want to mess up your program and rid the Mountain West of that guy? Is Let's it, do it. Isn't it moral to send your coach on a vacation like halfway through the season? <laughs> Great job. Hey, it's your time to go. Get out of here. All right, we got to take a uh, break. Coming up in the second hour, we'll talk some NCAA tournament basketball. Coming up next. No. Bye. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There was a fair amount of noise during the NBA trade deadline. It's not clear that the title picture changed that much. Some of the contenders added pieces, but not enough to drastically shift the odds. Nets are still the faves in the East, and none of their competition did anything to change that. And the Lakers are probably still the favorites in the West, as long as they're healthy. Maybe the Nuggets become more of a threat after adding Aaron Gordon. Maybe the Heat turned around their season by getting Victor Oladipo. But most of the moves were mid-level, or teams were moving around money. Kyle Lowry stayed in Toronto. Lonzo Ball still a Pelican. There were still some small moves, but basically, this is it for the rest of the season. There are no more saviors coming. For better or for worse, teams are set and now have to give their best shot on the court with about two months left during the regular season. Should be a fun ride during the postseason. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com. Then find out if you've instantly won $10, $100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void or prohibited. Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. It's a max your tax refund sale at Fisher Home Furnishings. Make that tax return go further with additional savings off already sale prices at Fisher Home Furnishings. Dining sets, bedroom sets, and sectionals take an extra $100 to $1,000 off. Sofas as low as $299. Then take 20% off sale prices in Fisher's new flooring department. Max your tax refund means additional savings off the already sale price. Still don't have your refund? Use Fisher's no interest financing. Fisher Home Furnishings, max your tax refund sale. And shop anytime at fisherhf.com. AA Tournament on Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. 
Here's what you need to know. The 49ers acquired the number three overall draft choice from Miami for first-rounders the next two years, plus a third-rounder. The Dolphins then moved back up to the number six spot in the first round, trading the newly acquired number 12 overall to Philadelphia along with a first-rounder next year. The first round of the NFL draft is just over a month away, April 29th from Cleveland. Baltimore has signed wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Las Vegas signed wide receiver Willie Sneed. New Orleans defensive back Marshawn Lattimore was arrested on gun charges. The Bucks re-signed running back Leonard Fournette. 11 NBA games tonight. The late contest, the Lakers, who've lost four in a row, hosting Cleveland after 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Center Andre Drummond agreed to a buyout with Cleveland. The Spurs bought out LaMarcus Aldridge. Coach Shaka Smart left Texas for the Marquette job. He's from Wisconsin. In six years at Texas, Smart had zero NCAA tournament wins. I'm Steve DeSager. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, welcome to the Full Court Press. I'm AJ Salas and AJ Knight joins us here. Cody Olson's in the house. Our intern will be hopping on with us for the Friday Five Best. We'll get to the Five Best Tournament Upsets in the last 10 years. A lot of good choices, oh, too. 10 years. I didn't know it was 10 years. What did you do, 20? Uh, all time. <laughs> we'll do it. I mean, it's fine. No big deal. Uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of NCAA Tournament basketball here coming up, though, uh, as the Sweet 16 gets underway tomorrow, and we'll go through uh, Sunday... I believe, right, Sunday? Yeah. And then the Elite Eight is Ask Monday tomorrow. and Tuesday. So here is your warning. Monday, we have a one-hour show. Tuesday, we have a one-hour show. Wednesday, because of Jazz Basketball at Memphis, our show will go for about an hour and 35, give or take-ish, minutes. Thursday, Ajay will jinx something bad to happen. Thursday, I'm going to jinx something. As 247 or 2417 likes to say, I'm going to hit the air raid button. I like it. I like that. I like how he said that. The air raid. <laughs> It should be a cat. That's a good call. Yeah, good call. I good like creative that. decision there. I love it. Uh, so we'll get into uh, a lot of tournament basketball here. Uh, okay. Here is the Delio Cheerio. No Wikipedia. No jokes. No tricks. No nothing. Uh, there is a lot of talk about Craig Smith going to Utah. I have talked to people that are close to the situation. I have talked to somebody else who is extremely close to the situation. And they all say, as I have been hearing, that... Craig Sting, that 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 is, I mean, and the individual I spoke to uh, said he, as, as of recently as this morning, had heard Craig Sting. Now, can things change? Yes, but for a guy to all of a sudden turn, skip, jump, and a hop just in the opposite direction and go the other way would be incre- it would be incredible of a story, by the way, but that would make uh, for quite the adventure as well, uh, and having to turn around and hire a new coach, and so. Uh, I'm not surprised Utah basketball all of a sudden has to, goes from option one of Alex Jensen is declined. Option two is Johnny Bryant. That doesn't go anywhere. And so then they're all like, hey, let's go to our third time. Hey, Craig, we've been thinking about you the whole entire time. You've been our number one guy. Our number one customer. <laughs> number one customer. We want you right. here in the South. Here's the question then, Mr. Plugged In. Who is the next candidate then? Who's Utah going to go to next? I don't know. Uh, Chris Jones, I think, would be a good one. I think that's Rylan Jones' dad. Um, 
but I don't know if he would want it, if he'd have any interest in it. Yeah, but there's some, I mean, there's and then, somebody out there that okay, needs a power five Okay, job. so uh, another guy who I don't know will get the interest, and this is just pure speculation, so don't wet your pants. But what about Tim no Durier, offensive coordinator for Boise State right now? If he couldn't. Look, I know, I know. I'm just saying it's pure speculation. We're shooting in the dark just as much as the Utes are right don't worry, now. Don't worry, Cody. And the oh, Utes are shooting this. in the dark. Look, he couldn't. He couldn't win in the Mountain West. And I think he can win in the Pac-12. How about this? How, here's a great idea. I mean, how about you go chase one of the small schools that got an upset? They got an upset in the the, the tournament. I mean, there's a bunch of them this year. Uh, what is it? Abilene Christian won. North Texas won. Uh, Oral Roberts obviously won. I'm kind of curious to see where that goes because the last uh, 15 seed that took his team to uh, Sweet 16, now he's coaching at USC. They're in the Sweet 16. Uh, what other ones got it upset? Yeah, cues. <laughs> uh, hey, I don't know if you should be laughing at upsets right now because we're about to hit on the, a team that you like a lot. That's fine. Look, I'm a fan. I'm not like you. I don't just turn around and be like, they stink. They're hey, not hey, I didn't turn. No, no. That's not that how show. it went. I also heard that promo. The Jazz will never win anything. I know. I didn't say. I said they wouldn't go to the seen, NBA Finals versus because the Lakers were in the way. You ever seen uh, You ever seen Major League Two? I love Major League Two. You're I talking about the, the fan in the stands? Name, you're that fan of the stands. Knock it down. Dude, he's so Put good. Put the parking lot. He's so good in that's that role. That's you. That is you. No. I and then at the end when they're there, he's like, I, said, I was here the whole you time. You are acting like a five-year-old. I'm going to boot you off the show. I don't care what our listeners say. Speaking of our listeners, by the way, if you want to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, you know the drill, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Uh, don't forget, Gil Mortgage has access to all loan products and can tailor the perfect loan to you, regardless of whether you are a first-time home buyer, investor, new construction, or a seasoned home buyer. Gil Mortgage and Kerry Nilsson will ensure your loan is correct and closes on time. Call Gil Mortgage at 435-294-2480. Leon Rice texts into the show. He's got a lot of free time on his hands now. Not to make sure jump topics, but is Utah State having a pro football day? Yes, I think so. I would guess, right? They're yeah. rapping all over the country. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I think they are. I just don't know. I don't know when it is. I think it's the better answer to give you. Yeah, I'm not sure when it is. We'll say yes. But yes, I've uh, I would believe they are. By the way, speaking of Utah State football, they have a scrimmage tomorrow at 1:30 um at the Mav. Open to fans. Fans are allowed to come watch the uh new era Aggies uh scrimmage each other under the direction of Blake Anderson. Uh looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing some football in the Mav with fans in there too. That's going to be really nice. So again, yeah. that's tomorrow at 1:30. Uh, go to the map. It's for free. Um, you will need to be wearing a mask. That will be required. Um, but uh, and I'm sure you'll need to social distance from those who you are not attending the game with. But uh, get out there to the map and go support the team. Uh, Two six nine seven. I hear AJ is close to Craig Smith. Will Craig consider the Utah job? Uh, Look, no. I talked to my sources. The answer is no. Yeah, no. That would I, again. That's not Craig Smith telling me that. That's who I've spoken with, and I've heard no. Period. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, Brian Phillips, who we're gonna have actually Brian Phillips on, probably here in a couple weeks. He's really great about interviewing and staying up with the recruiting. Mm. 
of uh, Aggie football and Aggie basketball. He is a phenomenal, and he's very loved by all the Aggie media, which is a hard thing to do because I'm not very well liked, I don't think, by some of the Aggie media. But Brian Phillips is loved by everybody. Uh, but he just tweeted at me, I'd be surprised if they held a pro day. Most of our seniors are coming back or have transferred. Oh, well, there you go. I don't know if I was supposed to read that on air, but I did. Sorry, Brian. But I love Brian Phillips, and I, I trust Brian Phillips like wholeheartedly. He's, he's really close to uh, the work that's getting done. Uh, 2697, if not Craig, how about Brian Dutcher? That is a great choice. Here's the problem. Dutcher has a little bit of a, a snitch in his contract for the, in regards to the buyout. So if a team wants to buy out his contract that is not from Minnesota, it is $7 million. If it's Minnesota, it goes down to a $1 million buyout. Interesting. That is not a joke. That is how he set it up. weird poison pill. Okay, how about the Colorado State coach? Nico Medved. Nico would be a great hire. In fact, I think 2697, yeah, he tweets out the same thing. Uh, or texts out the same thing. What about Nico Medved? I, I, I think Nico would be a good fit. I don't, I, man, I'd like to see Nico stay for, and I know it's just asking a lot, but stay for one or two years and just see what that Colorado State program can do. Because that, that program is getting better and better under his direction. Like yeah. to see him stay for one yeah. more year. I do not blame him if he goes otherwise. Uh, 2697, if not Rice or Medved, how about Kyle Day? He's a good coach. Ridgeline coach? That's a big jump. Uh, I'm going to go with a no. That's a huge jump. That's going from diapers to briefs. There was a baseball coach, uh, Purdue University's last baseball coach. They have a new one now, but... He was a legendary high school baseball coach, won state championship. But you're talking about a stretch of, I think, 20-plus years with six, seven state championships. Yeah. He made that jump, but. Oh, the Lone Peak guy? I don't know. It, uh, he was up at, I think, LaPorte, and he went to Purdue University. LaPorte High School. Uh, two fi- uh, excuse me, 2942 text into the Gil Mortgage text line. What are the chances we pick up a couple Utah transfers with the change? It depends who the coach is. Ooh, Here's my good, thought. That's a good question. It is. It's a great question. But Alex Jensen, I think, would have kept a lot of kids there. I think Alex Jensen being the head coach would have kept everybody there because you're playing in underneath an associate head coach of the NBA, soon to be a head coach in the NBA. I mean, he's going to be a head coach in the NBA three to four years. It's not going to be long. He's that good of a coach. Alex Jensen's incredible. He would have kept Mason Falls of Jackson Brenchley. And, and I'm guessing even Rylan Jones there. Um, but Johnny Bryan, I think, would have done the same thing. I don't know what the transfer situation would look like if it's another coach now. Really interesting question. That's a great question Especially from 2942. Kids you listed being yeah. out of the Valley and Utah State being as successful as they are. Wonderful question. Uh, let's see, 2697. Uh, I'm really good at vi- video games. Maybe me. I'm undefeated. You know, why not? By that logic. Hey, if you can run a good offensive system and average around 90 to 120 points a game, let's do it. By that logic, I think I should be the Orlando Magic GM. Well, that's not taking a whole lot of effort. Exactly. The bar's so low. I know. I mean, how could you be supportive of a franchise that ran two superstars out of town? Yeah. uh, Evan Fournier, right? Fournier? Fournier? Fournier. 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 Yes. Okay. And then uh, uh, Aaron Gordon, right? Yeah, he got traded. It's the other guy. And Vucevic. And Vucevic, yeah, the all-star. The all-star. You I meant two superstars in Shaq and Dwight. Just what I meant, but yeah. Sell the team, man. <laughs> sell, hey, have you seen that uh, 
this magic moment, the 30 for 30 of Shaq and One Penny. One of my favorite. Dude, that is an incredible. Have you seen that? Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorites. I love it. I, that's a really good one. 2697, I would name Ajay's my head assistant water boy. You know what? I would be a great water boy. I'm fast, that. quick. I give you quality, high quality H2O. Um, also, if you believe trash talking in sports psychology. Oh, dude, Ajay I would be so good. I am like Spike Lee. I'm like Spike Lee. Oh, they gave you a scholarship? Man, well, how much is it worth? $30? That's probably overpaying you, buddy. I've seen what technicals can do to the side staff. It really boosts your profile. I think you absolutely would get them. Hey, did your mom buy you that those uh, those shoes? Man, I thought I was bad at church basketball. Brick, 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 brick. <laughs> Man, too bad. <laughs> no, hey, no wonder Alex Jensen didn't want to come coach you. Oof, Oof. that was personal. That one's personal. That one's personal. It's personal. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, conversations all about uh, with Johnny Bryant declining or at least not being a candidate no longer for the uh, Utah head coaching job. KSL Sports is reporting that their next target is Craig Smith, and from who I've talked to, that target's going to miss about as wide as Cody Parker, the Chicago Bears kicker. Okay, he didn't miss wide. He double-doinked. Yeah, that's the same thing. It's It's not. By pure definition, yes, it is. Not. Okay, fine. He Ray Finkled it. That's fine. Ray Finkel, <laughs> Finkel or Einhorn. All right, uh, AJ. Let's, uh, let's see. Nine three one five. Leon Rice. Text in. Again, he's got a lot of time. AJ, are H two O or Gatorade friendly? What's your choice of beverage? H two O or Gatorade? You know, ah, dude. That's tough. Uh, if it's if it's red, I'm Gatorade. Ugh, if it's blue, worst. I'm out. Red is the worst Gatorade flavor. If it's clear, the white one, I'm in. I like that one. H2O is is great, but you just get sick of it. Like, if I had to drink an 8-ounce or, like, 28 ounces glasses of Gatorade every day, I'd do it without even blinking. But it's 20 ounces of water every day, and I can't do it. My body can't do that. It's too dangerous for it. It's <laughs> It is extremely dangerous for my body to handle that. What, like you're going to drown? Yes. Well, you're going to get sick. It's going to ruin my liver. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it has the exact opposite effect. (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. Uh, All right. So let's start here. Um, Let's get into the NCAA tournament stuff. And then we're going to get to our Friday Five Best in the next segment. And then we'll close it out with uh, what's up coming on the weekend and what you're looking for, what you want to watch. Uh, here again, AJ and Adam, AJ Salveson, Cody Olton is joining us. He'll uh, join us officially on air in about 15, give or take, minutes. All right, so let's start here. Uh, your bracket. How's your bracket looking, AJ? Same as everybody else's. It's so terrible that it's back in. Well, mine's not that bad. Mine's great. I don't believe that. Who are your final four teams? Gonzaga. Less than a given. Doesn't matter. It's still Gonzaga's That's in there. That's the easy one. Who are the other oh, three? Oh, wow. Look at you. Hard stuff. I have Michigan. Not gonna happen. That's just because you're being bitter. I'm not. But good for you. Who else you got? And then I gotta look at my. Hold on, I gotta look at my. Hey, no, top. Oh, me, oh, oh! Killing look me. at you. Look at you. I'm cool. I have a bracket, and I I memorize what my final four is. I I feel like most people do. You make it, and you're gonna cheer for those teams. <laughs> hey, there it is. Come on. It's not loading. Hold on. 
I'll get it. Anyways, uh, Gonzaga, Michigan. I did have Illinois, and that went south really quickly. Yeah. Bad seeding. I know. Loyola was massively underseeded. Isn't that crazy? I know we talked about this on our podcast, and that will be released from the bleachers, by the way. be released tomorrow, yep, I think, right, tomorrow. AJ? Yep. Uh, we talked about this. Like People talk about the 12-5 matchup being dangerous, but I think the 11-6 game is hard, and I think the 8-9 game is the worst. I mean, the 8-9, it should be a coin flip. But I'm with you. I was talking to my friend when he was in town, and we always get together every year to watch the tournament, and we were talking about when we were kids how – it was never chalk, you know. You always had upsets, but it, you know you felt pretty safe about five, twelve, six. Now, no. I mean, frankly, I don't even think it's that crazy to pick a thirteen over a four anymore. No, that's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. Okay. So sorry, I had Gonzaga, and I had Michigan in my final four. No, sorry, I had Michigan in the lead eight. I have Oregon in my final four. That doesn't make any sense. If you have Gonzaga, they're in the same bracket. I don't know who I have my final four. This is all. I don't know. I have a Gonzaga winning it all, though. And I, have, I had him play in Ohio State on the other side. Oof. 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 Oh, good for you, AJ. Oof. Oof. Good for you. Oof. I mean, my bracket's not any better, but Ohio State's a terrible pick. I'll tell hey, you that. Hey, by the way, uh, Leon Rice text in. AJ and AJ, what is your max points left you can get on your bracket? Oh, I have this open. I can tell you. Uh, so I don't know if we're going by the ESPN scoring system, but it was like, uh, 11 something. It's bad. Yeah. I'm not doing too hot either. The max I could score on mine is 1130. Not great. And a perfect score is, I can tell you. Oh, that's what I did. Ajay's figuring out his bracket. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out who my final four was. 80. Yeah, I had Gonzaga. 19-20. Max score is 19-20. I can max out at 11-30. That's a perfect score. Sorry. No, that's right. I had Gonzaga, Michigan. I had Ohio State on the other side, and them going to the national championship. That was a mistake. Yeah. Big time. You went hard in the Big Ten then. You had three Big Ten teams. I had in North Carolina four. in the Elite Eight. That, that, man. I don't hate that. I don't yeah. hate that. Well, nobody I, expected Wisconsin to beat them, especially South. No, they, they beat Baylor. That's yeah, fair. Ah, Baylor's good. I, I, dude, I had San Diego State in the Elite Eight too. I also had that. I thought they were a veteran team who plays good defense. They'll figure it out. Nope, they're gonna lose by thirty. They didn't, but they were down by thirty. Pretty much the whole game accused. That's crazy. It That's such insane. bad bracketing by me. Doggone it. All right, uh, so let's talk uh, NCAA tournament stuff right now. Uh, so far, uh, again, great uh, great work by Cody Olson, our intern. We appreciate all he's doing for us. Uh, let's go through some of the games here coming up, AJ. Okay. Uh, Gonzaga versus Creighton. By the way, the spread for this is right now 15, which uh, wow. this spread is the biggest for the Sweet 16 since <laughs> it's for the Sweet 16 round since at least 2014, and there have only been three double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16 since then. Largest was Kentucky, which was minus 13, and a beat West Virginia 78-39. Underdogs covered in the other two games, though. So you're a big betting guy, uh, yep. Nevada guessing game guy. What do you got? I took Creighton plus 13. I may be wrong. A week off probably helps Mark Few. I think he's a better coach, but uh, I just, 13 is such a huge line. I, I'm cheering for garbage points because I don't think Oklahoma's especially great, especially compared to Creighton, who started to shoot the ball a lot better since the tournament started, and uh, it took a 
uh, I can't remember if they called it a flagrant one late in the game for them to cover against Oklahoma. They won by 16, but the line was 14 and a half, I think. By the way, speaking of the Creighton Blue Jays, um, they've actually been up. They beat a good UC Santa Barbara team. Yep. They beat Ohio U, which was on a roll. But just who Gonzaga is as a basketball team, they are the most complete team in this tournament, without a doubt. Yep. Offensively, defensively, perimeter, and big man, the most complete team in the NCAA tournament. By the way, no NCAA team, or excuse me, no undefeated team in the sweet has lost a Sweet 16 game since '71. That's when Marquette fell to Ohio State in the Mid East Regional Semifinals. Eight teams took perfect records into this round since and advanced to the regional finals. That is incredible. Well, they're going to win. I just think the Creighton will get within the line. <laughs> so you got Gonzaga winning, but Creighton covering. Yep. Is that how I say it? Yep. Creighton covering. Okay. Creighton covering. Uh, number one, Michigan is a two-and-a-half point favorite over number four, Florida State. That game's at 5 p.m. Uh, Seminoles are the biggest team in the country. That's via the Ken Palm rankings. Uh, they shoot extremely well, especially from deep. They're really, really good from three. Uh, they... Uh, they have a good bench, I guess I should say, uh, who can cover for them. Uh, that's why he goes deep on the bench, does Florida State. They play three to four guys deep, and there is no drop-off with them. Florida State is a very, very good basketball team, and they could give Michigan a lot of trouble, AJ. Yeah, I think what you've seen is the Big Ten, uh, besides youth, which I know Audrey's going to ask me about later, uh, has been an issue. But I think the Big Ten has just seemingly struggled with teams that are athletic. Like, Iowa, I think, is soft and, and slow, and it's not surprised me that Oregon crushed them. Surprised they got they got that bad for an experienced team. But uh, Michigan's going to have to take it. They're going to have to shoot the ball well and then take advantage of Dixon down low. And I just think Florida State is incredibly physical and athletic, and this is a popular spot since Livers went down for them for people to pick Florida State to lose. You've got, you've got Michigan. I've got Florida State in my Final Four. Um, it's a pretty pretty trendy upset pick, and I just think Michigan finally got the ship righted against LSU, but just LSU, I think, ran out of gas. They're just not as talented as Michigan is. LSU had them on the ropes for about three-fourths of the game, and then Michigan finally kind of took over and was able to get some foul calls, get stuff going towards the hoop. I don't think Florida State will let that happen. I think they're too physical. I've got Florida State. Uh, Really? Yep. I bet on Florida State. I picked Florida State. I got Michigan winning this game. Uh, and, and, by the way, covering the spread, too. Uh, number two, Alabama. They are a six-and-a-half-point favorite over number 11, UCLA. Boy, UCLA has just been absolutely on fire, as has the rest of the Pac-12 so far. Um, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that statement, actually. Okay. I don't think Michigan, Michigan State was inconsistent. They choked the game away. I didn't buy BYU. I actually picked Michigan State out of this to beat them. And I don't know if you watched that. Abilene Christian is tiny. UCLA strategy was we're going to go to the hoop and you can't stop us because you're not big enough. And they beat them, and Abilene Christian is a good defensive team, but the, it was, to me, a pretty simple strategy. I wasn't the biggest Alabama believer, and we'll see how the week off affects them, but I think Alabama crushes UCLA. Like I watched them play against Maryland, who I think is a decent team, and uh, they it just not even close. At, Alabama's too athletic. They shoot the ball too well. It's a simple offense, but I think they crush UCLA. So you don't think this – so they cover. Bama oh, by does. a lot. And then some. Now, Bama does got a high-tempo offense. They, they love to run and gun and shoot a three. Like, it's like Golden State Warriors basketball college I think style. they tied a record in they their did. game against Maryland. Absolutely. For made threes. 
So, but it'll, but here's the problem, AJ. It only takes one bad three point shooting night. I agree, and we, you and I, talked to Eli Betker on our podcast, and that's what he said. He said Alabama's the biggest boom and bust candidate. They can shoot themselves to the Final Four, or he said if they don't shoot well, they could be out in the first round. This is probably going to be the best game of the evening, and I'm not saying it just because it's a conference that's the hottest right now in the NCAA tournament, but number six, USC, number seven, Oregon. USC's a two-point favorite in this one. Uh, and the, the thing about this game is that Oregon has just been on a roll as of late, Yep. and USC has matched it step for step in regards to point scoring yep. and defensive, uh, what you call it, just defensive attack, defensive uh, mindset, just shutting down basketball they're, teams. They're also- AJ, this has been fun. They're massive. USC, I had not seen a ton of them, but it was quite evident against Kansas. They are a huge team. And, yeah, this one, (laughs) you like points. I I don't know what the over-under is. I didn't bet it, but I'd imagine this one gets up and down pretty quick. Now, the last time Oregon faced USC, they lost 72-58. But since then, Oregon, well, uh, through that, Oregon has won 12 of its last 14 games. But this one where USC, like you said, is just a massive team. Um, I don't know if they're going to shoot it like they did against what I don't even know what the percentage they shot against Kansas. It was but nuts. It was unbelievable. Like that they first half was just a barrage. They and you saw miss. Bill Self like the hell, you know. Uh, so Bill Self wanted to call it at half. <laughs> uh, so do you like USC covering then, or do you like Oregon in this I, one? AJ? I picked Oregon. I'm not confident about it. I did bet on Oregon. I just think that uh, I've been really high on Oregon. I picked Oregon to win. Uh, I actually had them over Kansas. I was big time wrong in Kansas. Um, to go play against Gonzaga just because uh, I think they're underseeded as well, not based on performance, just based on talent level. They had a lot of injuries they dealt with this season. So I like Oregon. Oregon's been in this position a few times. They've gotten a couple teams in that have made a couple runs here the last kind of sprinkled throughout the last few years. Would not surprise me whatsoever UFC wins. I think it depends on how well USC shoots. Last time Sister Jean prayed for Little Chicago, she was extremely specific in her prayer, and it worked. Number eight, Lillard, Chicago is a six and a half point favorite over, guess who? Number 12, Oregon State. That's a 240 matchup on Sunday. Two of the best stories, by the way. They're underrated teams, underdogs in everybody's bracket, but one of them is really the most loved team in the country again. Lillard, Chicago's coach has been there since 2011. He's already seen one Final Four, and he's making the stretch for another. I love what Loyola Chicago is doing. What Oregon State done has been impressive, but I don't know if you can keep that kind of a shooting trend going. The problem is, I think, with these lower seeds, so if the lower seed gets past the first round, like they pull off the upset, very rarely do you see these runs. And there's there's definitely a few of them, and obviously we'll get it to Friday's five best. I'd imagine a couple will be sprinkled in there. But usually I think the team kind of has like that day. and then. But I think the biggest thing you see, even not even small schools, like Purdue, I'm a Purdue fan, they had issues with the Sweet 16 forever because the problem is, is that it's down to coaching. Because you can kind of get hot for a stretch, but the problem is the bracket takes time off. So, one, you can cool down. Two, now the coaching staff for Loyola Chicago gets to sit down and be like, all right, here's what Oregon State does. This is how we're going to beat it. As opposed to just letting Oregon State's streak continue, I've got Loyola, I think Loyola Chicago doesn't stop losing until they run into Baylor. I've got them in the Final Four. I didn't pick them, but that's where they're going. Though. 2697 ticks it into the Gil Mortgage text line. My sweet 16 wasn't very sweet. I didn't even have a girlfriend. Hey, you don't need a girlfriend to make your sweet 16 sweet, dude. I didn't have a girlfriend. I still had a great time. <laughs> All right, moving on. Just some advice for you there, friend. Uh, oh, by the way, he says Wendy's four for four over the final four. No. Wait, like in terms of how accurate you are, sure. But no, final four is going to be awesome. I don't know, dude. The Wendy's four for four. You get to select your sauce, your drink, 
The nuggets are great. All right. When it's spicy you, or regular. You don't watch in a week from now, then. You go get your Wendy's. I'll watch the Final Four. <laughs> hey, by the way, Loyal Chicago's Porter Moser, this is according to Eli Sports Bureau, is six. AJ, this is nuts. Is six and one over his first seven NCAA tournament games. Over the last 30 years, the only coaches to win seven of their first eight March Madness games were Billy Donovan, who was seven and one with Florida. Kevin Ali, who's seven and one with UConn. That was good. Yeah, he won a national. Team. That he is won two, I think. stupid, incredible. That's a no, great, it absolutely is a great I, again, stat by that, Cody. That's what you said, and I, I think Ajay sort of talked about how beautiful it is. Loyola Chicago is not really doing anything advanced, complicated. They're just technically sound. They know what they are. They know what they have to do, and they execute. I mean, that Illinois game plan. Anybody can have a bad day, but Loyola Chicago was the better team. Illinois did not lead at all, and it was it got bad quick. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll get to the final three games, which feature all the top seeds, well, at least two of the three top seeds, and another one who has been on fire. Any upsets coming up on AJ's Bracket or mine? It's all here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Cash Valley Home and Garden Show presented by Anderson Seed and Garden going on till 7 o'clock tonight. Specialized pest control, survival garden seed, jellyfish lighting, counterpoint store, a million dreams woodworking, linens wholesale, B3 Sciences, Top Shed, Colligan Water Systems, Produce Your Produce, Cash Valley Water District, Utah Gopher Control, The Mobile Gardener, Pro Rentals and Sales, Concrete Craft, Rise Broadvent, Coldwell Banker, Gold Key Realty, Heritage Rain Gutters, USU Credit Union, Production Technologies, Renegade Rentals, Extra Pro, Unicorn Tree Service, Tradeworks, Cash Valley Sheds, Brian's Window Cleaning, Achievement Realty, Airband Wireless, Rob's Lawn Care, Horman Homes, Cash Valley Extermination, Five Star Window Cleaning, Tree Barbers, Easy Peasy Polish, Clean Paws Pet Waste Removal, Autumn Care Assisted Living, Finesse Homes, Grand Valley Air, Tahoe Kitchen Company, Brigham Implement, Zarifa. $2 for ages 13 and up. Kids 12 and under get in for free and masks are required. Bring the whole family. There's a lot of fun things for the kids to do at the Eccles Ice Arena in North Logan till 7 o'clock tonight. Hi. This is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. This year, celebrate your anniversary with diamond jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Diamonds are a lasting gift and will be passed to future generations. When you shop our store, you'll enjoy a large selection of diamond bands, diamond pendants, and diamond earrings. Or perhaps this is the year to remount your diamond in a new one-of-a-kind wedding ring. Design it yourself and have one of our goldsmiths make the perfect ring. If you're in the market, come today. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. 
From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp, curry, and more. Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional. Open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened February 15th through May 15th. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time and we can help. Tax credits are available if you qualify. Call 752-9493 to schedule an appointment face-to-face or virtually. Call 752-9493 for help with your health insurance needs. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, Jay Nat, I'm Audrey South here, 532, your time on Friday, March 26th. Welcome to the Back to the Full Court Press. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 1069thefan.com, and on our mobile app, the 1069 The Fan. Uh, let's get to the final three games. We'll get to our Friday Five Best. Again, five best tournament upsets in the last, well, we said 10 years, but AJ, I think, like to take it. Uh, he always likes to go the extra mile for everybody. My bad. I didn't hear the 10. No, dude, it's good. It's good. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by your upsets, so I'm actually excited to hear it. Uh, let's get to through uh, the final three games that we've got and just predictions of what we think will happen. Uh, number one, Baylor versus number five, Villanova. Jay Wright has a tendency to coach up to his opponent's level. He's going to definitely need to do that against a Baylor team that has just been rolling as of late. A six-and-a-half-point favorite, and they are really good at all five spots on the court, both starting and coming off the bench. I'm not sure if this one's that close, to be honest with you, AJ. I didn't bet on this one, and I may come back to it. I'm just uncomfortable. Jay Wright's a good coach. Yes, Baylor's more talented. Baylor's more athletic. Villanova's won a championship before. I think that matters a little bit. I didn't bet on it. The line was, I don't know if you said it, six. It was six and a half. I think it's moved to seven, seven and a half. I, I avoided this one, but I think Baylor does win. Yeah, I've got Baylor in this one as well. Uh, Eric Musselman goes from Nevada to Arkansas with the same result. He's rolling in the NCAA tournament as an 11 and a half point favorite over, speaking of a Cinderella, number 15, Oral Roberts, who has just been absolutely darling in this whole entire thing. Um, they've they've competed their butts off. They're four and one going against the spread. They're the best free throw shooting team in the nation, but they're going to need to get a lot of calls to be able to hang with this Arkansas squad. Yeah, the thing is, look, I'm cheering for them. They're the underdog. I have no vested interest in that part of the bracket. That Florida game, I'm not gonna say conspiracy theory. The refs definitely got Oral Roberts back into it a little bit. It was a little questionable to me, but. Uh, Arkansas can score a lot of points. I think Arkansas's big thing is that they've actually shown they can play defense because that was a big thing oh, that everyone said. And is Eric Musselman's a defensive guy, too. But I, I, He turned it on here in the tournament because that was the big thing that everybody said uh, with the Colgate-Arkansas game. Actually, had Colgate upsetting them because the big argument was they don't play enough defense. Colgate will match them. But they've figured it out. The Texas-Texas win, I think, was an impressive one. It's a big spread. I mean, I think Arkansas obviously wins. Uh, Musselman's got the week off, obviously, to figure out Oral Roberts come up with something. I think Arkansas wins, but uh, I didn't. I stayed away from this. I was hoping Arkansas would push it out a little bit further, and I'd pick Oral Roberts to cover. But Razorbacks, we've won fourteen in the last sixteen. They got a freshman guard who's just outstanding, Moses Moody. He's reached double digits in the uh, three straight games. Twenty six of his last thirty. He's a second team All American and finalist for the Kyle Mason National Freshman of the Year award. He's a freshman. 
He's averaging 17 points under six boards, one and a half assists, and uh, just over a steal per game. Good gosh. Can I ask how much they're paying him? Wow. Really? Yeah. He went really. to Oral Roberts and they're paying him? No, it's Arkansas, dude. Oh, sorry. They were talking about Oral Roberts. My bad. Yeah, Oral My Roberts bad. ain't paying anybody. Uh, I don't even know if they're paying their coach. Kevin Ob- Obinar of Oral Roberts, according to Live Sports Bureau, has 58 points in uh, 22 rebounds through two games. Sorry, not coach, but Kevin Obinar. I apologize. He's the last player, or excuse me, the last player with at least 55 and 20 over his first two career NCAA tournament games is Reggie Miller in 87. He had 56 and 22. That's a that's not bad company to be a part of. Uh, and then the final game, uh, 9.55 at night, if you're not busy. Uh, number two, Houston. Number 11, Syracuse. Houston is a six-point favorite, and I would say Syracuse to cover. AJ? Uh, I, I'm buying into Cuse. After they embarrassed San Diego State, I had them against West Virginia. I've got them again against Houston. Um, I don't buy Houston. Also, uh, was it their best player? I can't think of his last name. He got a hip injury, like a bone bruise, and even with the week off, it ain't going away. And uh, I'm curious to see how the week away saw it, what it does to Syracuse's shooting problems because they've shot the ball really well. But uh, I'm buying the 2-3 the zone to live on another week. Another game, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I just think that 2-3 two, that two, zone has just such, been such a problem. You saw San Diego State's a good shooting team. And you saw what it did to them. Uh, by the way, Syracuse is 340th in offensive rebound percentage allowed. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, Houston, excuse me, is number two at Ken Palm in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, according to uh, this article here, the two main storylines, according to Cody, two main storylines surrounding the Orange in the first two rounds have been the stellar three-point shooting by Buddy Bayheim. Yep. And the suffocating defense of, the again, the 2-3 zone. But, again, is this Houston? Um, it's a different kind of attack, a different kind of team. But, again, I like Syracuse to get the upset and move on to the Elite Eight. I like Hughes as well. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back. We'll get to our Friday Five Best, and then after we'll get to what we're going to watch for here over the weekend. It's the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. It's that time of year again. As you look out at your lawn, you will see lots of matted down, dead-looking grass. It's most likely snow mold. Simply take a leaf rake and give it a good raking to fluff up that old grass. By doing this, the sun will bring it out of dormancy quicker. For more helpful tips for your yard, go to the Lawn Doctor's Cache Valley Facebook page to schedule lawn services. Go to LawnDoctorCacheValley.com or call 753-LAWN. 
Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Sometimes we just need the taste of warm, fresh baked bread made the old-fashioned way. You know, just like Grandma made it? Old Grist Meal in South Logan, Logan, and Smithfield makes every meal taste better with the right bread and other baked goods. Every day, bakers mix simple ingredients to produce baked bread, scones, bagels, muffins, and other amazing products. Smithfield and Logan now serve tasty breakfast options. Drop by the South Logan, Logan, and now Smithfield locations for fresh bread and that famous lunch special. Takeout, curbside, pickup, or delivery are available. Old Grist Meal, here for you. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press, 540 time here. We're getting ready to wrap up a weekend. And get you ready for the weekend. Again, we're going to have short shows Monday, Tuesday for only an hour as the NCAA Tournament Elite Eights. Uh, first and second sessions will interrupt our days there. And then the uh, Jazz play Memphis. Uh, pre-game starts, I believe, at 5.50. So we'll be off around 5.45, give or take. And uh, get you ready for pregame action of the Utah Jazz and Memphis Grizzlies. It's time for our Friday Five Best. And then in this one, a special edition of it, NCAA March Madness look at the five best upsets. Um, and we're going to go of all time since that's what AJ did. My bad. No, no, it's fine. In fact, I think that's, that's a great way to go. So I'm, I'm okay with that. There's no big problem at all. Uh, and with that, Cody Olson does a great job as our intern with all getting all the research. So, uh, Cody's going to join us thanks, uh, here. So hey, it's great to have you, Cody. Thanks for uh, hey, doing thanks. all you I do feel like us. I'm in good company with all, uh, uh, Boise state fans in the room and stuff ah. like that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, if you want to text into the Gil Mortgage text line and add your thoughts on our Friday Five Best, 435-339-0321 to text into the Gil Mortgage text line. Big thanks to Gil Mortgage for being a part of our show. All right, AJ, let's start with you. Your number five upset of all time in the NCAA tournament is? George Mason beating UConn to go to the Final Four. 2006, right? Uh, yeah. The first time in 20 years that a double-digit team had made it to the Final Four. For me, it's more it, – uh, it's a uh, – um, Kind of a personal attachment. I remember filling out a bracket and being extremely upset with George Mason because I had no idea who they were, and they were destroying brackets because they beat North Carolina, <laughs> Michigan State, and Connecticut on the way to the Final Four. And so, really, it's the first memory I have of that huge, huge upset run. Like, don't get me wrong, every so often, especially recently, you got that one or two big upsets that happen. Maybe they can get to the Sweet 16, but then it kind of sort of settles itself out a little bit. George Mason's the first one I really remember being like, what is happening? And unlike, uh, and they made it further than obviously Davidson did. I thought about the Curry's run, but I, I like George Mason beating UConn to get to the Final Four. And by the way, do you know who they beat on their way to the Final Four? In terms of players? I know, in, in regards of teams. Yeah, I said it. Michigan State, okay, North oh, Carolina, okay, Connecticut. So I missed it. <laughs> and, well, and, no, and number seven, Wichita State. I, I thought about, they've got a couple good runs too to put in here, but no, I went with, yeah. Yes. Wait, sorry. I'm saying that George Mason beat Michigan State, North Carolina, and Wichita State. Right. Yes. Did you? Did, I th- you didn't say Wichita State. I though. didn't. I said Connecticut. I skipped one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> Cody. Yes. 
Number five. My list uh, suffers from a little bit of recency bias, and I also had different credentials for everyone else's uh, in the That's list okay. in the room. That's all right. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, 14 seated Mercer beating Duke 2014 first round. That was pretty cool, actually. And uh, wasn't it like back to back years? Because did they lose to Lehigh the next year or the year before that? It was so great. I hate Duke. Uh, the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people feel that. Uh, <laughs> Duke roster. Duke roster included Jabari Parker and Rodney Hood on that team. Dude, Jabari Parker is one of the greatest busts in NBA basketball. And uh, fun little connection to Utah State. That Mercer team included nine players Who from the Mercer team that beat, beat USU Utah. in the NIT championship in 2012. Uh, is, it, is it NIT or CBI? CBI. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. Uh, I'm going to go with this one just because it tells you how long ago and where we're at and how times have changed. Gonzaga upset Stanford 82-74 in 1999. This is the second round. Gonzaga was a 10 seed. Stanford was a 2 seed. All right? And everyone thought the Bulldogs were an up-and-coming team but not good enough to beat Stanford. In fact, Stanford was picked to win this game by 6. Instead, Gonzaga... Uh, who has not? Who has made the big dance every year since '99? Went to the Sweet 16 uh, over uh, Stanford on this. In fact, they made the Elite Eight in this year. That just shows you where we're at now. You know what's irony? Two, I had two honorable mentions. One because I like the team, and then two because of the same significance. So one of my honorable mentions was Florida Gulf Coast beating uh, Georgetown, Slam Slam Dunk University. But ironically, my other honorable mention was number nine Wichita State upsetting. Number one, Gonzaga, 2013, because that's what launched Wichita State as a team that everyone was like, oh, this is a good program. There you go. I like it. Kind of full circle. It's nifty. Uh, AJ, number four. Okay. Uh, I'm going back in this one, so I apologize that I didn't get this one. Uh, Villanova beating Georgetown in 1985 in the national championship. Villanova beating Georgetown. Was that the viewing Georgetown Hoyas? Yep. It was the Ed Pickney-led Nova team that upset Georgetown, and they shot some absurd percentage, like an insane one. It was uh, No one thought they were going to be there. It was a year... I believe it was the same year in the Big East that St. John's and Georgetown had like one or two losses super late in the season. It was a sweater game for the St. John's team. Um, incredibly great conference, and that no one no one expected Nova to win. I, I, it's one of my it's a big part of one of my favorite thirty for thirties called Requiem for the Big East. If you haven't seen it, it's oh, really I good. love that. Ed Pickney talks about it. He was the center for that Villanova team, and he's like, "How am I going to guard Ewing?" And he tells me, "No, we weren't going to win. We weren't going to win." And then everyone talks about it said they shot the lights out on the way to a, a victory over Georgetown. Uh, Cody, number four. I'm going to sub out my number four. I, um, the one that I had was Oral Roberts this year. I feel like it doesn't give as much love just because there's so many like upsets happening this sure. year. Um, but uh, I might make you guys mad in saying I'm going to go ahead with the NC State beating my Phi Slamma Jamma. Beating Hakeem Elijah. You're putting that one. I know. I got I'm going to steal your thunder, AJ. I have a third. I have a third. I wanted the glory to myself. You know? Survive in advance if you haven't seen it. Oh, so, man. This blew my mind, and this is why I put it at number four, but this blew my mind. Everyone talks about Loyola Chicago back or at least now, right, in their mm-hmm. recent run in the last 10 years. Right. They've been doing this for a lot longer than that. 1992nd round West Region matchup, Loyola Marymount was in... Uh, beats Michigan 149-115. This is just uh, after gosh. this is just after <laughs> Hank Gathers. Do you remember Hank Gathers? The great Hank Gathers, and I think they did a thirty for thirty on this. He oh yeah, they away. do. Yeah, it's, yep. the, it's the offense, right? The, the Guru of Go, I think, is the name of the offense. Is that one? Yep, I think so. Yep. Go figure. Loyola is our eleven seed, and Michigan was the defending national champions. They were a three seed. This is the second round. Uh, and they actually went to the Elite Eight, but then they were just ran over by a train named UNLV. But the final score, 
Oil, one forty nine, one fifty. Spoiler alert! I may have UNLV in my top five. Interesting. In fact, let's go to number three, AJ. So mine's NC State beating Five Slamma Jamma. It's another. It's a great thirty for thirty. It's it's a really cool story. They talked about. I mean, because theirs to me, the reason it makes her so interesting is that they had to win the ACC tournament to get into. And as good as the Big East is, you, and you realize that in Requiem for the Big East, especially the coaches. Do you realize that the players that were in the ACC when they oh, won that dude, championship? That was nuts. Did you, have you you seen the thirty for thirty right of uh, surviving advance? Yep, yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, I had. Yeah, uh, was it Ralph? What's his name? Ralph, Ralph Sampson. Sampson. Ralph Sampson. Beanstalk. Jordan was there, Jordan and was they had it. to beat him twice, right? Because they beat him in the ACC tournament and then again in the NCAA. They beat tournament. Ralph Sampson again in the tournament. Yep. Yeah. And the the coaching adjustments are really cool too. If you if you watch it, they talk about how they use the uh, the triangle in two. I think oh, against yeah. Ralph Sampson yeah. um, and some of that other stuff. They intentionally fouled to. Uh, to get possessions back had not really been done before. It's really, it's, it's really an cool. awesome thirty it's for thirty. It's really cool, yeah. and and then uh, uh, what's uh, Jimmy V is just a great person. Oh right? geez, yeah, what an incredible, what a, what an amazing run there. Yeah, Cody, uh, AJ mentioned it already. Florida Gulf Coast versus number two Georgetown. Slam dunk you, dude. What and that was actually that was my, fun. That was my number three because it was fun. Look at us. It was like, way fun. I mean, fun. it was just street ball. You just ball. saw them running up It and was down like the court. playing Nerf ball on a five-foot hoop with your friends. <laughs> well, the other That's thing that all stands, it was. The other thing that stands out for them, too, is they, 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 didn't, they didn't want it done. They got to the Sweet 16. They kept going. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah uh, that is still one of the most memorable, and that's my number three. Uh, it's the highest, I mean, just because, I mean, it's a 15-2 upset, and that's more common now than it, than it used to be back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just, it was the largest margin of victory for a 15 to beat a 2. Again, it was by 10. Um, it was just the way they did it with such swag, yep. moxie. Completely like, I mean, I don't care if her name's Georgetown. We're going to throw an oop on you, on you, <laughs> you, on you, and on you. Like, they ooped on the entire Georgetown team all night long. And that's uh, all you can see on YouTube when you look it up for highlights and stuff like that. That's just, yeah. it's everywhere. AJ, number two. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody can like this. It's a good, it's a good, uh, I hate Christian Leitner is another good 30 for 30. Number two, Duke beat UNLV in the final four in 1991. Yes, this is a sneaky good one. Two reasons. One, Duke lost to UNLV in the championship game the year before by 30. Yep. Two, UNLV was 34-0 going into that, and everybody thought, oh, they crushed him by 30 last year. This is over. Duke beats him. Duke goes on to win their first national championship ever for Coach K, which, I mean, we all every well, varying degrees of hate for him, but obviously it's become one of the premier programs, and this is where it all started. But the fact that they lost the year before in the championship by 30, they came back. It was a huge motivation, too. If you watch the I Hate Christian Leitner one, they talk about they had that oh, on the so scoreboard good. everywhere they went. And then they came back and beat him. Cody, that was thirty-four and zero. Tom Izzo and his seniors get ousted that, by Middle uh, Tennessee. Yes, that was my number two. That's a really oh, good one. Oh, that was so awesome. We're on the same page, AJ. What can I say? Yeah, I love this one. Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you continue. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was just that's just kind of like my my calling card here. It just felt good to have a quote from Tom Izzo. <laughs> be like, I'll be honest with you. In my wildest dreams, I didn't think they'd hit some of the shots that they did, and that was the end of his. A little interview afterwards. Tom Izzo just went home with his tail between so his legs. So that was, yeah. That was, AJ's thrilled to hear you just dis. I don't Tom have Izzo. a problem so much with Michigan State. This was the first year in, I think, 20 seasons they haven't gotten in the round of 64. Yeah, it's true, actually. Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to switch it since you take that one. I'll go Lehigh over Duke. It's another Do you good remember one. the good old C.J. McCollum? Was it C.J. McCollum who was uh, guarding, uh, taking Lehigh? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, I mean, and then fine, and then it was so good of a performance 
that Coach K after the game, who's usually a petty, bitter guy, mm-hmm. took himself to the Lehigh locker room and went and congratulated Lehigh and then went and personally congratulated C.J. McCollum for a great game and said, I'm glad it was you because he said he did it with class, supposedly. Uh, but felt like, I mean, C.J. McCollum just put on a show. Like, Lehigh beating Duke that year was like everybody's greatest thrill of the tournament. They didn't care what else happened as long as Duke lost in the first round. Yeah, that's probably true. Number one. Okay, so I a lot of mine had big ramifications. They were late in the tournament, but historical preference. Can you pick anything other than UMBC beating Virginia? <laughs> That's, That's my, my number, number one. one. <laughs> it's just so historical. I actually got to watch it on TV. I think it was I the way thinking, they, but the like, way they no, did it, right? No, yeah, and they they had complete control of the game late. It wasn't like they hit a buzzer beat or anything. They controlled the game. So here's the thing. They go from being a 16-1 upset to being national champions to being a 13-4 upset. The 13-4 upset, I give them a little leeway because they had to pull out of the ACC. They had COVID. They couldn't practice. Yeah. Ohio was a hot team, too. But, yes, the I think that adds even more to the ramifications. So they were the number one overall team the year UMBC beat them. They come in as a – they were one seed the next year, right? And they won the national championship. Stupid. Last second overtime against Purdue. Uh, thoughts from you, Cody, on the uh, yeah. I'm just, what more can I say? Uh, Virginia entered this game as uh, twenty and a half point favorites and lost by twenty. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's big. That's a lot of points. The Golden Retrievers, man, Airbud. By the way, it's their, amazing. Their Twitter game was pretty awesome. Oh, it was awesome, <laughs> and it was well, great for the, for the next three years after too. Pretty like awesome. anytime you get like a fifteen-two upset, you see UMB show up. Hey guys, welcome to the club. What's up? Yeah, I love hey, it. respect. That's Nine three one five had two of my five upsets as their biggest ones: NC State in Houston and Nova in Georgetown. Nice. There you go. One love last it. little thing for that one: um, UMBC about a month and a half before beating Virginia, lost eighty two to thirty nine to conference foe Albany. Eighty two to thirty nine. It's crazy. Yep. All right, we're gonna take a break. Coming back, clean up the free, uh, full court press here for the weekend. One zero six nine. The fan. The Spice on Ice team at the Eccles Ice Center has been working hard to bring you an amazing virtual auction full of fun and useful items for the entire family. With the help of the Malou Foundation, you can bid on items that would have been available at this year's Spice on Ice auction. The annual Spice on Ice event and auction raises funds for the Eccles Ice Center. Due to COVID-19, this year's event is canceled and critical funds will be lost. Without your help and donations, the Eccles Ice Center may not be able to keep all programs available throughout the year. Please go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. The Spice on Ice fundraiser auction will start Thursday, March 25th at 10 a.m. and finish Saturday, March 27th at 6 p.m. You must go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. For questions, concerns, or if you need help joining the auction, please call 787-2288, extension 222. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. 
Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It is the Full Court Press here. We're cleaning it up here. AJ Nadam, Ajay South, and Cody Olson joining us. Eric will be back with us on Monday to... Help us uh, get ready for the Sweet 16 as they officially begin session number one. Session number number two will be on Tuesday. And then Jazz play on Wednesday night. Jazz tonight, by the way, are also playing. Uh, I don't even know who they got tonight. I didn't even look, AJ. I got you. Who do you got? Keep promoing. I don't even know who they got. By the way, it'll be the Elite Eight Monday, Tuesday. They're oh, sorry, Grizzlies eight. at home. Okay. So you got Grizzlies at home tonight, and then Grizzlies on the road on Wednesday. So that's what you're kind of staring at here. Uh, game you're looking forward to, AJ, this weekend. Gosh, that's tough. Uh, Ken Oral Ro- t- split. Up nope, three. Loyola versus Oregon State. Ken Oral, Ro- Oral Roberts keeping up. Who wins out of USC and Oregon? FSU-Michigan. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I'm a big Oregon-USC guy. Pac-12 has been really looking good lately. I want to see what they can continue to do. So, yeah, I got the Oregon-USC. Hey, everybody, enjoy this week 16. Enjoy your weekend uh, full of sports, full of fun. You we'll can listen uh, lo- to it here. Yeah, we'll look forward. Yeah, that's right. You'll be able to hear it here on yeah. the station, courtesy of Westwood One. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Good night.